You'll notice I'm rocking the talkie shirt. Today. We, I, we are. Hello, welcome to Top of the yeah. Table, Brian Bentley, along Chris Ballard in Connecticut, Hank Alexander in uh, in Boston. Uh, we're going to go, right? We're going to write back to you, Chris, as we were talking about this right before we went on. What's on your board this week? Give us the names. This is this is my crap commentators and pundits starting 11. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have up front? So, all right. In goal, we've got Shep Messing. I couldn't um, ask for a crappier commentator to be in goal. Terrible. You'll notice there, there are quite a lot of, um, of British guys in here. I don't know why that is. Uh, right back, Warren Barton. I think I've moaned about him before. Yep. Um, Center halves, Alan Hansen and Martin Keown. Okay, yeah. All right. I mean, I, I, there were match of the day in England. I don't, I don't right. imagine you know, the American, both of our American watchers have seen them. Um, I love that you said both, has been both saying the same. watchers. He's cutting onto the bit very quickly here. Yeah. Um, and then left back, Graeme Lasso. He's actually a good player, just not very good at commentating. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the dilemma of this whole thing, right? Because you, yeah. you actually had some pretty decent players. I mean, as a right back, Warren Barton wasn't that bad for Newcastle. I just can't stand watching him on Fox Soccer every Sunday. It's terrible. I don't like the way he just sits there and looks at the camera like some kind it's of like, zombie. It's a mirror. Well, I see what he's done there. He's, he's, he's let the goal. He gets this look on his face, like, like this, like. <laughs> <laughs> You've been practicing that, haven't you, Hank? And he's got his hands like this the whole time. Yeah. And, then, and then Waldo gets on it, too, right? Waldo starts doing the same thing, because I'm taller than you are, Barton. <laughs> he starts <laughs> getting stretched out. And, and neither of those impersonations, uh, Hank blinked for either one of them. Which... <laughs> He's definitely been rehearsing. I, uh, I, I like Steve McManaman. I... McManaman is useless when he commentates on uh, uh, Liverpool games. Yes. He's not so bad. If he commentates the Liverpool games, he's, he's completely yeah, yeah, that's true. I like what he... <laughs> and he's very anti-Manchester United. Too, I like what he Manchester. did in the World Cup. I thought he was okay. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but I couldn't well, think of it. You're, right you're probably used to it, too. You know? So who, who, yeah. what else we, who else we got? Uh, Paul Merson. That's slightly misleading because he played in the right too, but I couldn't think of a left-sided right. player. Um, he does the uh, the Soccer Saturday on Sky Sports. Okay. And they actually call it Soccer Saturday, which is interesting, I guess because of the alliteration. He's one of the guys who kind of sits there watching the game while they're doing their live scores, and you'll hear him kind of, oh, every five minutes. What happened? We want a throw in. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then... Oh, that's, in, oh, that's, that, that's for me. That... That's oh come on, that's awesome. Mute. <laughs> you own time, man. There's no problem. Got it. Sorry, right, fellas. Okay. okay, and then the uh, the midfield two, obviously John Harks and and Jamie Redknapp. Literally, Jamie Redknapp, who says everything is literally something. That's he's literally been run over by a bus there. No, he hasn't. <laughs> There's even a spoof literary Jamie uh, Twitter account. Not not literally, know. but literally. Literally, yeah. <laughs> literally Jamie, because he said. Wow. Man. Is that is that a is right. that a suitor? Hold on, guys. I'm miking off for sale. Oh, we're watching and we're laughing. Um. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue in Hank's absence. Please do. And then uh, Eric Winalda, obviously. And you notice I've put him where well, I've put him. Not the first time he's been underneath a heart. Oh, God bless you for that. 
<laughs> and um, Alan Shearer, who does the uh, match of the day so-called um, expert analysis, he's the guy who, when Hatim Ben Arthur made his first, first game for Newcastle, he's called a great right. goal, French international, right. he said, he's not a guy we've heard a lot about, really. <laughs> Even though he, oh, he's just... And he's from Newcastle. You think he'd know the players. I mean, it's just shocking, the lack of research. The same have. team that he coached temporarily? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Holy cow, we've been joined by the ever-elusive Holbird. Hello. Uh, oh, my gosh. How are you guys? We're fine. How are you? Oh, I'm wonderful. We just won 2-1, my co-ed indoor game, so I'm feeling pretty good. Nice. <laughs> we, we are... Uh, for those of you new to the show or the podcast, this is Sarah Wilson, my my former co-host. She's part now, time now special days, right? now special <laughs> guest star. She joins us from Kansas City. Just to think, it was a, it was a year ago last week that we started doing this. Shut and up. Sarah was on for about five of those shows. Brian, I was on for all. Of them. Can I can I, can I just say that I work on Sundays mostly. During the soccer season. Does anybody want to make a Saturday night joke with that? <laughs> I don't know. Is Hank still on the phone? Oh, no, he's back. Turn your mic on, Hank. No, you didn't. I'm, you I'm pretty excited mic? that I've got everybody's phone numbers now because I can send you drunk text messages at 3 a.m. That's right. I sent you a message earlier on. You're like, who's this? I'm like, oh. Yeah. Flashback to high school. Stop following me. I, I can tell you that she does send drunk text messages because during her uh, engagement party at the end of February, I received quite a few random, uh, random "I love you" text messages. You did? Yeah, you sent me one. Okay, I do yeah. though. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, for those of you who knew the show, Sarah uh, used to live here in Dallas. She's now lives in Kansas City, and. Uh, she is poor with her time management. Oh, no, I'm joking. She's not. Hello, Sarah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and there's Hank. Oh, Hank, how I've missed you. I've missed you so much. It's good to see you. So we are. Uh, we start. We too. What have you been talking we about? We started off the show with Chris, as you can see on Skype. Chris has his blackboard behind him, and he sends messages each week. And it is his crap announcer starting eleven, <laughs> anchored by. <laughs> Anchored by Shep Messing in goal with uh, John Harks in the midfield and Eric Winalda up top. But it's written where there's Harks on top of a Winalda. And as he said before he came on, it's not the first time that that's happened. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Chris, I noticed you've got a guitar in the background too. Are you going to give us a song at the end or what? Uh, Probably unlikely because there are noise pollution rules in Connecticut. Perfect. Hank's been known to bust yeah. out the guitar uh, on Winning Ugly. On occasion. On occasion. Yeah, I don't even think it's in tune at the moment. Maybe I'm not in tune, I don't know. <laughs> oh, so you play by ear, all right. <laughs> no, I use my hands. <laughs> that would be interesting, actually. I just had a visual of you rubbing the guitar across your ear. It'd be be a bit like uh, Jimi Hendrix, really, except, you know, not. More like Nigel Tuffle. (laughs) More like David Brent. It goes up to 11. This one goes to 11. No, don't touch it. (laughs) Don't even look at it. 
so, MLS. Um, yes. Uh, once again, we get to pile on Hank, but this time Sarah gets to do it because she was at the game. Oh, you got to love that. I, 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 oh, hang on. I'm going to turn the light on. Keep talking to right. me. Anybody want it? that one? Anyone? I've got gold coins. Uh, Turn the, so we we cut to Sarah, your mo- and she yeah, leaves. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to turn on the light. Right. Um, I am going to say before we get started, I, uh, is that that red card given to the Revs was Ugh. terrible. That was the worst ever. The worst Horrible ever. Horrible call. Totally changed the game. Okay, so I was sat at the midfield line. Okay, I was actually in the stands yesterday. I didn't go do the press box thing or anything. I was in with the fans. And from what I could see, it was a foul. And CJ could have gone down. And credit to him for staying up. Um, red was harsh. Definitely a yellow. Um, but the red was, was harsh. It was 15 minutes in. It was a pretty big decision to make that early. So that was unfortunate, Hank. I'm sorry about that one. But I will say... I did think that New England looked pretty rusty. Like, technically, they were pretty poor yesterday. A lot of bad touches of the ball, just poor passing. I, I wasn't impressed. What, what were your thoughts? Well, I mean, I'm not too impressed either, to be honest. Uh, I did like what I saw out of a few of the players. Um, but it was a pretty makeshift. We didn't really have a chance to get into any kind of rhythm whatsoever. Right. <laughs> Being a man down that early on throws your game plan right out. Uh, different lineup from what we had the first week. Um, and so, obviously, some some changes going on. Syerson, to me, just isn't fit. If he, he shouldn't have played in this game. It was pretty obvious to me that he had a uh, – was still getting over his his knee injury. He wasn't moving well. He, he barely – you know – Here's a guy that usually relies on his speed to, to burn by defenders. Um, we didn't see any of that last night. So I don't think he was ready. It's his first time playing with a team. I don't know. It was it was That was tough to go with the 4-5-1. Lee Wynn I thought was fine. Um, with Benny I thought was good. Shaw Ree, uh asleep in the first half, better in the second half. Yeah. Um, Kellen Rowe is still very much a rookie. I think he. We need to see more out of him, but maybe not starting. Mm-hmm. Could be tough. I don't know. It, it just. It was interesting because obviously playing with ten men, it changes your whole game plan, and you know it makes it very. Jimmy Nielsen probably touched the ball four or five times. Understandable when you're playing with one up front, but I am. Um, I just thought Sporting just just looked the better team all round. I thought. Their passing was crisper. I thought they worked together well as a unit from the back. Um, New England looked like they were struggling to connect from the back. Um, but it, it was it was fun to be there as a sporting fan. I will say that I think Teal Bunbury is going to struggle to find a spot when he comes back from national team duty. We'll take him. <laughs> I think he's going to struggle. But yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. The stadium was just packed it was just a crazy atmosphere it was it was a lot of fun um a lot of people were tailgating at two o'clock in the afternoon yesterday so it was pretty rowdy it was pretty rowdy so i mean i thought the uh some of the substitutions again proved to be effective for jay heaps his second game really in charge i thought ryan guy did very well um 
And Diego Fagundes was like a little mosquito, you know, getting in people's faces, getting annoying people. He was doing very what disruptive. He does. Giving people yeah. area. Yeah, you know, doing that typhoid fever, that yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, I think, uh, so I think, again, that was that was pretty effective. But, you know, really just being a man down, putting Shaw Reed in the back line, not so much. I didn't like that at all. Um, uh, but, you know, this is a team that started with some depth. We At least we thought we had depth. He was depth. so limited to what he could do when he was put back out. But also, I mean, you look at our two of our center backs didn't even make the trip, right? John Lozano and Darius Barnes. So already we're starting with – we're depleted on our center back department. And so we're starting our substitutions, so to speak. Stephen McCarthy, second week in a row, playing center back when the guy last year played defensive midfielder. It's it's not wasn't ideal for Jay Heaps at all, but you know, good on Kansas City. They they made the most of it and they took advantage of it and uh, they capitalized when they needed to. I mean, even a couple of those goals were pretty scrappy and and uh, you know, our defenders maybe a little bit more on time. It's it could have been one nothing. Who's got their speakers on? Sarah does. Oh, hi, Sarah. That is a surprise. I need to. I need to go get my earbuds, don't yeah. I? But um, celebrations yeah. were good. I like the celebration. Oh my gosh! Yes. That was they actually seemed to have been choreographing it as well because they were actually almost in time with each other. <laughs> I'm sure they rehearsed that. I'm sure they rehearsed that. But honestly, Hank, I, it could have been it could have been five or six. They they Sporting missed a couple of absolute gifts in yes. front of them. Yes, they did. So I mean three nil. I I think that's that a fair scoreline. I, I I agree. I agree. I hate to gloat and be like that, but you got to do anyway. <laughs> well, go ahead. I mean, everybody's it, it, if for, for Kansas City to live up to their billing as the top team in the East, they need to take advantage of a team when they're man down, and they need to be able to put the game away, and they did. And uh, yeah, Philadelphia didn't do it this today, did they? Hell no. Philadelphia had a man extra and they couldn't get the result. What well, was the what was the result of that game, by the way? Colorado won two, two. to one. Colorado won. That's two now. Yeah. yeah, and they won a man. They scored their second goal, a man down. Um, wow. Chris Albright playing center back, not really a smart <laughs> move by Pete Nowak, in my opinion. I don't know what was going on with Danny Califf, but it was a. Um, a weird, a weird uh, lineup change, to be sure. Oh, was that an Irish reference? Well done. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought you were doing an Irish St. Patrick's Day, to be sure, reference. No, but he is, but he is, but he is oh. drinking in reference to St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Can I just? We're all Irish in America, you know. On the St. Patrick's Day, why do people say Happy? St. Patty's Day. Who's Patty? It's Paddy. It's Paddy, isn't it? I it drove me bonkers yesterday. <laughs> Are you kidding oh, me? <laughs> Brian, can we help these poor Brits at all? I actually, I just find it interesting how suddenly everyone's got a bit of Irish in them from seven generations ago. Oh, I'm Irish. Yay. My mum went to Dublin on a day trip. You know. Rumor is they had some corned beef on the Mayflower. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. But all these I'm people just... be wearing American T-shirt flags on the 4th of July. So they're like... Picking and choosing what they want to be. 
That's the beauty of America. Everyone wears their, their dragon t-shirt on April the 23rd. That's good. St. St. George's Day. Yeah. Dragon St. George's, St. George's Day is April the 23rd. The patron saint of England. So I'm expecting everybody to, I don't know, get drunk, eat bad food, speak in a strange accent. <laughs> Sarah's already got it down. <laughs> oh, how we digress. What else happened? Uh, well, I think we're going to stick with the host face-off theme as uh, Chris's Portland Timbers were here in Frisco to take on uh, my FC Dallas. And it was a, yes. a very um, anticlimactic 1-1 draw. Well. well, that's good for us because, you know, we won against Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia are going to struggle this year. Um, definitely getting, you know, Portland's record on the road last year was not very successful. They should get their three easy points next week because they're in New England. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, they're in New England next week, Hank. So we're going to win and there. And then New England comes here on, on April the 5th. Wow. They could get no points in the first four or five games. Ooh. Well, that, that, would be, you, that, would, that would just suck. Yeah. <laughs> but I actually I haven't seen the whole game from yesterday because for some reason I have MLS Live on my Roku and for some reason it was blacking me out saying that it wasn't available in my region. Which and I great. live... I live in Connecticut, really odd. and I was speaking. To, I was speaking to somebody else who lives in Philadelphia, who couldn't see the New York game, but they could see the Portland game. So I don't know if the Roku doesn't quite work out where you are, whether it will just piss me off. That may have been it. Um, it was a personal. Who's your internet yeah. provider? AT and T. Oh, don't give me the AT and T. They sponsor the league, and I can't do direct kick. Hi, Hi Parker. Parker. <laughs> hey guys. I'm waving. Like right. hello. Yeah. Uh, so. It was a very um, oh Jason Weaver in the chat room says the LA DC game is blacked out there in Kansas City through MLS Live. It's on Galavision. Is it the rogue? Oh yeah, because it's a national. National. It's on Galavision. Yeah. Fact. Click. So uh, so does that mean Arlo White is doing that game for Galavision? Arlo White no. just did the uh, Philadelphia yeah, I game. That game today. NBC Sports. What do you guys think of Arlo doing that? the main shebang now and moving from Seattle. Do we like him? Do we know what's your thoughts? Uh, we talked, we talked about think, it last yeah. week and you we have, all, you we all it, love huh? him. <laughs> we all, I love Arlo we, too. We, Arlo is the we man. Gave, we uh, gave, uh, we all gave thumbs up to NBC sports presentation of the game. Uh, we like the idea of, um, of Kyle Martino being down on the field. Actually, yeah. He's in a podium at midfield provides that view. They work seamlessly together. You have no idea that they're not in the booth. Um, and I think it's a better overall presentation than what Fox Soccer was offering. Do you think, do you I've seen infomercials better than Fox exactly. presentation. <laughs> I've done projects. Do you think, yeah, ShamWow. Woohoo! <laughs> do you think Arlo will do some of the Euros? Are they going to get shown on MB? What are they going to be shown on? Fox Soccer Channel or they're, what? They're on, e they're on ESPN. Yeah, so no, no. Okay. Arlo. Uh, yeah, they, they probably have Steve McManaman. Yes. Okay. Right midfield. So, so and, we, and did we decide? Ian Dark. Who was who was yeah. the, the captain of your team, Chris? Did we decide that? I actually hadn't decided it, but it's probably going to be Eric Ronaldo because he'll throw his toys out the pram. Yes. <laughs> and he probably wants to be coach as well, even though he has no coaching experience. He should uh, be president of the whole uh, the whole shebang. You know, just acquire. MLS and, and fold it into U.S. soccer and make it all one. 
Uh, I don't know if he is an epic douche, but he seems to be. He is. I've yes. witnessed him in person. He right. is. Okay. He kind of is. <laughs> He, he yeah. kind of is, but you know, I enjoy it. He he actually responds to people on Twitter at times in very defensive manner. But I actually enjoy getting that back and forth. You, you don't often get that with a lot of other people. Yeah, they're, they're, I think it's a bit like poking I was poking yes. the bear was the exact phrase. Yeah, yeah. He just says stuff to wind people up and for a reaction half the time. I think it's interesting how people because when I was watching football in the 90s and I saw this last guy play for Padova in the US I thought he was such an idiot but now I see him do what he does now I quite like it I've never met him but he seems like a guy you could happily have a drink with and talk about football with whereas Ronaldo you know you'd want to have a friend call you after half an hour and tell you your cat died or something <laughs> oh you mean Lalas is that who you yeah. yeah yeah I, I, I think I would like Lalas I don't know if that's true or not but he has the the persona, I think, he's very likable. He's very approachable as well. Even on Twitter, and I've seen people have photographs taken with him at games and that kind of stuff. And I don't know if that's something that Ronaldo would, would stoop to. Alexi was actually very kind and gave us uh, gave us his time um, in October, November of last year, and, and skyped him from his house. He's like, I've never done this before, and and he was a nice. great sport, and he had a lot of fun. And uh, Mark was able to uh, um, keep it clean. Yeah, well. <laughs> Really? Wow. Well, there, there are several... Because several, there's a lot of L.A. history. There are several there. messages and tweets went, that went on behind the scenes to get Alexi on the show to know that Mark was safe. But Mark got to ask, Mark <laughs> got to ask him about, uh, uh, about uh, the Ugo Hemelu trade and stuff like that. I remember that, actually. One thing that's also cool about... Um, if you guys remember back in the 06 World Cup, I know it's a long time ago, and Sarah, you were, what, 11 at the time, so <laughs> there, you probably weren't watching. But um, if you were, you were watching from all. So, you know, it wasn't on the telly. Alexi Lalas. It was on a VHS tape somebody sent her. Right. Uh, I used to watch outside, like, Best Buy window. Do you actually have, have TVs it. in Hull? Is that... Um, they allow them Four channels in black and white, but we could All get right. some things. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's tough living in a third world country, uh, <laughs> but it's uh, the the point I was going to make was that they had Lalas and Winalda at the at the table on ESPN together, and Winalda was saying something, and Lalas just turned to him like, "Are you on crack?" <laughs> and he just tore into him, and and Winalda was sitting there speechless, like, "I I know that, yeah." I, I wasn't saying that. I didn't mean that. Of course I knew that. <laughs> and it just kind of, they faded off at that point and they were, and he was just like, uh, I'm going to go hide in my corner now. I wish I could, uh, if somebody's got, if somebody, an industrious fellow in the chat room might go look that up for us. That's got to be on YouTube. It's got to be somewhere. I love the fact that Alexi's not afraid to give his opinion and label it as such. Uh, whenever yep. whenever yeah. the U.S. men's national team beat Italy, he said, there was no new style. It was a team that played great defensive soccer and and performed well on set pieces. That's what they they did under Bradley, and everybody yeah. just kind of yep. came out. I was like, "How dare you?" And he's like, "Look, that's my opinion." It's what they did. It's what America has been brought up on. I mean, it, it's going to take a long time for the German influence or whatever that kind of possession based, you know, so, uh, style that maybe Spain would play. We're not going to get that in the United States for years, right. decades. I mean, it's going to take a long time. So you might as well play to the strengths while you can. Right. Yeah. It's, 
Yeah, he's well, a fan so. as well. That, that, that's something else I like. You know, okay, he's an ex-player and he played in the World Cup, etc. But you can tell he's a fan of the game and of the team. So when they do well, you can tell he's excited about it. And when they do yeah. badly, he's like everyone else. And he's like, I can't believe it, you know. Whereas with Ronaldo and even Harks to a lesser extent, you almost think if a team does well, if a team does badly, they're happy with that because then they can moan about it and say, well, I would do something different. Oh, Hank. Right. What you got going over there, Hank? It's puede falarse en cualquier zero to copagos. So zero cope, ah. apparently. Very nice. Galavision. Uh, I, I do <laughs> want to mention that Alexi Lalas has a podcast, a daily podcast. Too. It's uh, two minutes long. The Shot. It's called it's it's awesome. The Shot on yeah. iTunes. We encourage everybody to check that out. We'll also link to it uh, in the replay of today's show on our website. What is what is John Hawks doing these days? He works for DC United. He does their color commentator on DC United. Ah, um, okay. So, you know, he's been downgraded, downgraded, downgraded from ESPN to DC United, which is like being sent to, well, Hull. Well, <laughs> hey, at least, at least he's working, he's paying his bills, good man. Well, wow, wow, wow. Uh, yeah. So what are other great things that happened on Vancouver? Jay, uh, what's Jay his name? Demerit. Jay Demerit scored the game first, oh, as well. Sorry, first away game win ever for Vancouver at, in MLS. And uh, uh, Danny Arnaud gets the impact's first goal. Yep. So does that mean like in the 55th minute or 56th minute they're going to start singing Davey Arnaud, Davey Arnaud, Davey Arnaud. Yeah, I think I know what you're owing for. <laughs> yep. Yeah, me too. Oh, God. Coming to us from the American Pie, the uh, oh, American Reunion Rap Party. Hello. It's Mr. Hey. Martin Villa coming to us live from the American uh, Reunion Rap Party, or soon to be. Mark. Uh, Hi, Sarah. Thing. How are you, my love? I'm good. How are you? I am great, thank you. How's how's everything going with your new and wonderful, exciting site? Oh, it's, oh my gosh. I know. I need to tell you yeah, guys that's, about that. It's that's, on the, that's on the sheet here. What size? So, is, it, is this a pay-per-view thing? <laughs> no, this, this one's actually soccer-related. So All I right. I should just spike there for a second. We have four people yeah. watching. Mark, what are you Hi, doing today? Uh, right now, I am at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. I am setting up for a party that will take place tomorrow. Uh, I'm working a nine-hour day today and then a four-hour day tomorrow night after the party, loading it out. So... I could not say no to the money. It was too good. And it's, it is for the after party for the premiere of American Reunion, the uh, fourth in the series of American Pie. No, it's like the tenth. There's there. Well, been, yeah, but there's been a bunch well, of no, spinoffs. But we don't count Bandcamp, Stiff, and, little and brother. the streaking one. Yeah, all those other ones. I, yeah. Hey, I, don't hey, know. I, I saw Mark, while we have you real quick, can we uh, get your thoughts on the Galaxy re-upping with Herbalife for 10 years, $44 million for jersey sponsorship? How uh, you, pal? On a personal note, I am not happy about it. I don't I, – I, personally, I don't like being a billboard for anybody. I refuse to wear any shirt that has a big-ass logo on it. What if um, it has a little ass logo? Whether it be Nike, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and – the fact that you know Herbalife is an MLM, um, you know, I just I, I don't like wearing Herbalife spread across my chest on a personal level. That's just me. It drives me absolutely crazy. 
However, forty-four million in ten years—that pays for Beckham. There you go. You know that pays that. You know that pays that for Beckham after he's already in charge of the point, Miami that, team. That four point four a year pays for Beckham for the next two years. Uh, you know, and then the rest of it will pay for Robbie Keane. So that's fine. That's great. We got fifty-five million last year from Time Warner Cable for a ten-year deal with them. So we're, we're banking nine point nine million a year, which basically clears all three of our DPS. Uh, pays okay. most of the front office staff, and you know what? Everything else is gravy. So uh, it, it's good business on be on part of the galaxy. I just wish it had been a different, you know, in my mind, maybe more reputable, maybe not so pyramid scheme esque in appearance. Sponsor. Uh, that's me on a personal level. I'm not speaking for the galaxy. I am not knocking the galaxy for doing it. I'm not knocking Herbalife per se. There's a perception about the company that's not good. I don't like having them on my chest. That's me. But the money that, and the things that it, will, that it will allow the squad to do, allow the team to do, allow AEG to do, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And, and, and you're okay with using, or you think, let me, let me rephrase my question. That's money that can be used to bring in somebody. I'm just going to throw out a name. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but a Frank Lampard or Didier Drogba or one of those bigger... You know, well, hold on. It's a bigger, uh, it's a, a bigger European name that will come over for a big market like we've seen with, um, with Keane and we've seen with Chris Boyd to a, a, a lesser level, but also with Thierry Henry. You know what? It it could be used for that. Uh, I'm sure it will be. Uh, I I think Robbie Keane might be the end of that experiment. I'm hoping so. Uh, the other day on the Twitter, it was a week or so ago, someone. Uh, put out a, a tweet about, hey, who would you guys want to see with the Galaxy in 10 years, Messi or Iniesta or something like that? And my answer was, I want to see some kid from Iowa who's got mad, crazy skills, whose entire family before him were throwball players, but he loves soccer, and that's what he's doing. That's what I want to see for the Galaxy's future. I want to see homegrown American talent. I want to see MLS teams spending money on that talent. So... You know, it's great to have Beckham. It's great to have Keane. It's great to have Boyd, Henri, everybody who's coming over. It's great to have them. I'm glad they're here. But eventually, we got to stop jumping ship and take care of our own and try and produce more players like Landon Donovan, like Clint Dempsey, like Tim Howard. We need to do that. I'm glad Jay Demerit came home. That makes me incredibly happy. Uh, you know, I, I think we just need, I think as a league, as fans, we need to focus on growing the game and growing the players. You know, it, that would be a fantastic thing to happen, obviously. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's really great when you see guys that um, step up and, and. All good? Yeah. Sorry. They, they take over. <laughs> they, they, they really kind of come into their own in the league. You know, you, you brought up a guy that, grew up as uh, part of maybe some other sport. You look at Taylor Twelman was one of those guys. I mean, his father, Tim, was actually the prototype for that because all of his brothers played baseball. His brother played professional baseball. Taylor Twelman actually got a contract to play professional baseball, and he turned it down to play soccer. Um, Marvel wins another one. Marvel wins another one. Yeah, and, you know, and that's great, but those guys didn't get the money. Unfortunately, and they, no, they didn't, but it, but it's coming, you know, it's coming to the it's point coming. now, but, that, but, but that's, my, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to get at. It's coming and we need to prepare for that. And we need to stop setting our sights abroad to bring in the key players. 
at some so I, point. I think the risk with with giving American players the kind of money that you know the that the higher salary to keep them in in the country is that if it goes wrong, they're going to get criticised for taking a gamble on these players. Whereas don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get me wrong. I don't want to pay some some kid out of college Beckham money as a rookie. But no, you know I know. The, I realize that. But, but but the minimum wage in MLS needs to be at least a hundred grand. Yeah, thirty five well, grand is ridiculous. Sure. How would this how would this uh, work out for you, Mark? So if you were offered twenty thousand dollars per game, well not you, but say some you know, professional athlete to play soccer, twenty thousand dollars per game, the bonus of five thousand dollars per goal scored. What do you th- what do you think that would work out to say? You know, for for one of these kind of guys that maybe on the bubble played soccer in high school, maybe three four sport athlete. You know, well, to- but, yeah, but but see that 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 begs the question. Now, is that a contract? Is that a guaranteed starting every game? Is that guaranteed getting into every game, or is well, this, this performance what, contract? This is what the Rochester Lancers of the Major Indoor Soccer League have offered Allen Iverson to come play for them. No way. Well, yes, but that, that's that's all about media. Exactly. So if you're offering a star like this to come, so you get Kobe Bryant. You get Kobe Bryant from the Lakers to come out, and you say, "Okay, Kobe, we want you to play, uh, you know, three or four games, you know, five games. We're going to give you twenty grand a game plus, uh, you know, ten grand for every goal you score." I think that's a slap in the face to AJ De La Garza, who started playing for thirty-eight thousand dollars a year. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And there's already, you know, you're just starting to shake off the perception of the league being nothing more than a media service. Yeah, you just yeah. get starting to get rid of that perception. You do that, you're going to bring it all back again. And, and the and the big ticket for these college players is to is to yeah, make generation to Adidas because now. that's a three year, hundred hundred and ten hundred and thirty thousand dollar a year gig. And, and, and don't get me wrong, by no means am I blind to the fact that most of these kids who are growing up want to play in Europe. Believe me, I understand that, and I'm all for it. But we have to become competitive here at home. I mean, let's face it. There's no kid in Texas growing up playing throw ball who's just dreaming and dying to go play in the CFL. That's his last resort. That's, that's, that's after arena football. So I, I, I'm not, it's not some kind of pipe dream that American kids are going to want to stay here at home. They're going to want to go to Europe. But we've got to start paying the kind of money that lets MLS compete with that dream of playing in Europe. I think it's, it's a generation thing. I think, you know, our generation right now, like our kids and their kids, they're going to be brought up with soccer, but our grandparents and our parents went playing soccer in high school or college. It's just now becoming a preferable sport. So, for instance, like Brian and Mark, like your kids, they've grown up with soccer. Your parents didn't. So when your kids have kids... This is when soccer is going to get big and kids are going to want to stay here. It's going to take a while. It's going to take, you know, quite so many years, but it'll happen. It'll happen. Absolutely. D-Row just tried to fire in a a shot from half field to catch the keeper off his line. It was a little bit to the left. Okay. Very nice. Sorry. That's the update from the LADC game. I was was just going to say about the, the salaries we have. Um, They've got to get the salaries higher than 35 or whatever is is stupid because you're getting to the stage now where kids aren't even considering MLS. They're right. going straight to Norway or they're going straight to the Bundesliga 2. 
to try and you yeah. know make a career there where they can they can probably make more than the thirty five. Like, who is this? I think this year's minimum is sixty. I think this year's minimum is sixty. I'm not sure. Who is the kid that skipped out on a generation Adidas contract and went to play for the um, for that second division Swedish team? Marcus Tracy. Well, I mean, it's also the guy named Jay Needham. Uh, he did it the year before, and I know he went to West Ham. You, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, of course you know who he is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the other guy just is now playing for the Revs. This is an example where it didn't work out. He went over uh, Jeremiah White in 2004. This has been going on for years. They don't want to stick around here and make peanuts. They can make three times as much in playing for a second division German team. I yeah, Fedoya went to Orobro, didn't he? Yeah, Igwe is over there. He's making much more money than he is than he ever would have made over here. And, and if you read the Beckham experiment, there, it talks about players that are making twenty five, thirty grand, and getting second jobs in the summertime. And it's right. just yeah, Alan Gordon was making uh, when Beckham came in. Be- Alan Gordon was making forty seven thousand dollars a year. And he was, he'd been in the league for I don't even know how long at that point. And he was having to coach his friend's kid's soccer team to make yeah, you, extra money. You can't live in New York or LA on 40 grand a year. If you look at Tim Ream, I think he was on 60 grand last year. He's Mark, going to Bob, he's probably getting that every week. If you, if you don't have a house and you don't have a car, you can be, yeah, I, you have like five roommates. You can get by on forty-seven thousand a year. And you keep all your and you well, put all I your moved, per diem to bills. When I moved to LA, I was making ten bucks an hour. When I moved to LA, I was making ten bucks an hour. I had a one-bedroom apartment in Hollywood, which was living large for someone doing what I was doing. And I was drinking every weekend at the Rainbow and the Roxy. Of course, you, you know, being a whore, and I never wanted for anything. Well, you I make money as a whore. But it can be done. But <laughs> as be. professional athletes, it's not enticing. There's nothing, there's yeah, nothing well, good about that. Yeah, that's the whole point. All comedy aside, that it is a sham. It is a sham that it's, uh, it's so bad. And it needs to get better. Uh, if you want to attract the top quality athletes to make the league grow, you got to pay them the money. It is. But, and, you know, it, I, Hank, I agree. It is a sham. It's, it's, it's sad. But at the same time, it is what has allowed the league to grow the way it has grown. Look, let's look at you know WPS. Yep. Oh yeah, I think in you the know, first 15, they, they 15 years they have to do that. Right. I, I just think it's getting you know, to the stage now where they have, kind of have to jump to the next level. Um, they, no, but they, it's, it's it's hard to say about WPS too because you look at how how I mean it's an unfortunate state. For a women's league, I mean, when the only reason the MB, the WNBA has had any success whatsoever isn't because of the level of quality of play. It's because that they have a parent league in the NBA that's basically keeping them afloat. And without that, the WNBA would. But they've exist. also chosen wisely in their markets by staying in Seattle and doing yeah. well in San Antonio and also the larger markets. And, but again, and because that's the part and, of parent team. Hartford. And they are selling sponsorships for their uh, for their uniforms. Yeah, and they and they also got the TV deal as a byproduct of their NBA parentage. Yes, but it still but it still worked. It still maintains that league. So in ten years, what's going to happen is the um, MLS will finally agree to start sponsoring some women's teams. And get that wrapped into their package. The Sounders already have a women's team. They got uh, well. So does Vancouver. Yeah, they got Hope Solo and um, 
Isn't Morgan now? Alex, Alex Morgan? Morgan and then somebody else. Um, Sydney 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 yeah, Sydney Who we like, by the way. We like Sydney very like much. all three of them. <laughs> yes. Hey, speak, speak. You've, you've had that dream too, have yes, you? Yes, all three of them. Speaking <laughs> of women, uh, let's, let's switch over uh, really quickly. Sarah, tell us about your new venture, speaking of women's soccer. Yeah, so it, it happened maybe about a month ago. Uh, Christy Colvin on Twitter. If you don't follow her, you should. She's got a bazillion, like twenty thousand followers. She's she's pretty big time in like media and and PR and stuff. And she launched the Kansas uh, Sporting Kansas City site here for like the fan base. And she just kind of put a tweet out like, "Hey, who wants to do a women's only site?" So a couple of us wrote back. Was like, "Oh, what do you want to do? Let's talk about it." And he What's just kind of took off Christy Colvin. C-O-L-V-I-N. Yeah. Is it um, Christy with a K or Christy C-A? Yeah, with a K. Christy with a K. Cute little blonde. And um, she oh. put this tweet out. It helps, right? It helps. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, we kind of together. Is she the chief creative officer of Fresh ID? She is. Very good, Hank. You should follow up. ChrisColvin.com. point. She, she easily yeah. distracts herself. She doesn't need any more help, Hank. <laughs> Look, something shiny. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it, um, it launched last week, and I think a lot of you are following on Twitter, so I appreciate that. But uh, it's Women United Football Club, and basically it's just a site for women um, MLS fans to go on. There's all different forums for different MLS teams. I actually started one. Um, it's called the Coach's Corner because a lot of women, you know, maybe intimidated to ask a question about something that happened during a game, and it's just a safe place to ask questions, and you're not going to feel like an idiot. And it's been pretty interesting. We've had some great feedback. We've had some people, you know, like, oh, this is a sexist site. Why are you segregating yourself? And, there's been some interesting articles put about it, but I think most of all, it's been a big hit. So it's it's nice to be a part of, and I'm doing like the coaches bit, which is right up my alley because I don't have a chance to watch a whole lot of soccer. But it's um yeah, it's been real good. So thanks for asking, Brian. Well, uh, give us uh give us the uh, address real quick. It's at W United FC, right? Women United Football uh, what's Club. The, yeah. What's the, twi- what's the Twitter handle? Uh, w United FC. Awesome. So, and I'm confused. Me, I wanted said- to. It was I was desperate to. It's been driving me crazy for days. I have yet to tweet at them and ask them if they know the offside rule. <laughs> oh, Mark. Uh. Mark, you've actually, you've actually been a big supporter and you've been doing a lot of retweets for us. So thanks. Yeah, I'm confused. You said it was W U. So, how many U's is that? W United. So, is that three U's? Speaking of the offside rule question, Hank getting a shot in. (laughs) What's what's the the web address too, sir? I'll make sure whenever whenever, uh, we post the, we'll make sure, womenunitedfc.com. Thank you, Mr. Ballard in the chat room. You're welcome. Um, Thank you. What else do I have? Kind of neat to have a, a bunch of women like who love soccer because I thought I was alone and the strange one 
But well, I'm not. Apparently, there's a lot. Well, I have seen uh, basketball teams and football teams that will have a sport, you know, football 101 hey. for their women fans to show up and just say, "Here's an explanation of what it is," um, and it's and it's not sexist. It's not. It's not um, condescending. It's it's uh, an introduction to the game. Yeah, and, and on this site, there's a lot of women that are very knowledgeable about their teams, like very passionate, and it's just a cool place for them just to find other people that are like themselves, you know? Mark, I hear you trying to... Hey, guys, I'm sorry. I got to go. I'm about to turn on a 400-amp service. Oh, I need I need yeah, my man, attention. Right. Sorry. Hey, Mark, thanks for coming yeah, in. You're on fire today, buddy. Yeah, Mark, my you should always come on great, when great, you're great week, calling from work. And uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks when I'm not working again. Bye. Alrighty. Mr. Mark Villa coming in on fire today. So why is Sarah's picture the same for the last 27 minutes? I know. It's not a flattering one either. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is that a question? or a... Yeah, we've had that conversation. That's how, that's how, she, that's how she tweets and how she sends texts. Have a great day. Question mark, exclamation mark. So glad to see you. You? <laughs> uh, let's uh, jump. Are there any other games? You could mention any other, any other games. Yeah, I know. It's, you should yeah. see the shot sheet trying to keep up with what's going on over here. Any other MLS games um, of note before we want to talk about uh, um, Mr. Muamba and okay. his unfortunate health scare as the new york implosion continues that was just brilliant from salt lake obviously um great job great job for houston you know taking care of san jose um but yeah new york what's up what's up with i mean i i thought new england was the worst team in the league and then i saw new york play and so you know it's bad i feel it's bad you know it's bad when you're saying Rafael Marquez will make a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really so, true. Uh, I think they they might be getting a final decision on Rodgers this week, um, but those two players aren't going to help them because they they don't seem to have any defence. No, that's the issue. So, yeah. so how are they going to sort that out? And the, I mean, the goalie made a couple of good saves from what I saw, but nothing. I just think it's a, it's a, it, it's a really. They need to kind of start at the top, I think, there, and, and mm. rethink their structure and how they're going to. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yesterday they started with just one up front. They started with Ornery up front, right? Uh, which is, you know, kind of defensive. I don't know why they would. I mean, I know our RSL are a good team, but you're asking for trouble going there and looking like you're trying to defend. And Cooper scored last week. Why doesn't he get the game this time around? You know. He was in there. He came off the bench, though. He didn't start. Yeah, that's true. It's true. What about what about uh, Aguadello? How much, did he? Uh, no, he actually. Never mind. He's at national team duty. Pardon me. Yeah, he's yep. away. Pardon my uh, pardon my question. But they don't have, you know, without Rogers and Aguadello, he's going to be away for the Olympics presumably. So, you know, they could have just have Cooper and Henri. They're really hoping that Rogers gets his visa, which is incredible. I don't know. Anybody who saw the guy play in England, you thought he was okay, but you would never have thought you'd have a team of New York's alleged stature depending upon him to save their season. 
Here's an interesting tweet that just came over the uh, the wire, so to speak, over the Twitter. Uh, apparently, Nowak either broke league rules by failing to report an injury to Danny Califf or lied to the media when he said Califf had a knee injury. Oh. So. Uh, Nowak seems like a bit of a douche, doesn't he? Nowak <laughs> is a douche, I have to say. My my 12-year-old daughter is in the room, so I have you to have keep You have headphones on, Nowak, don't worry about it. And Mark's not. She, that's she, right. she, can't, she can't hear me because I'm wearing that headphones. Just means, that just means you're a bad parent. <laughs> We can say we can say it all we want. I'm not going to say it because I want to have to mark this, mark this as explicit in iTunes. That's right. That's right. Anyway, so that's an interesting turn of events. I mean, but if it's uh, it could be something that happened, you know, on the way to the stadium or something that happened yesterday, right? I mean, it's not, um, you know, maybe in a training thing or something, or keep climbing the stairs. I don't know. Uh, Alexi Lawless tweeted this comment. Peter Novak said Danny Califf was injured and thus omitted from the starting lineup. Danny, Danny Califf said he had no idea why he was left out. There you wow. go. So thank you. Thank you, Nick. Um, uh, Mr. Let's talk about Mr. Mwamba's uh, heart scare yesterday. That is just terrible. Horrible. Horrible. Um I don't know if people. Kudos to Howard Webb and for doing the right thing and calling the game, and that uh, speaks volumes about what type of person he actually is. Um, He's not actually the antichrist that some of our friends make him out to be. Um, I think it's just it was absolutely the right thing to do uh, and allowed the team to take care of their player um, and make sure that everything was going well uh, on that side. I mean, he's still apparently very critically ill and, and not out of the woods 100%, but um, having lost a number of family members to similar injuries uh, it, or spontaneous heart attacks, whatever you want to call them, it's uh, it's, a, it's a very scary thing. And to be able to, you know, basically keep a guy alive for that long to get him to help where they were able to, you know, basically get him into a somewhat stable environment is speaks wonders for the uh, the medical staff that was on hand to take care of him. So congratulations and to those guys. He was worked on on the field for six minutes. They did bring out the paddles. Um, they were able to get him, like Hank said. Um, uh, have to say kind words to the Tottenham fans. Who were very supportive, chanting his name. Um, you know, trying to be as respectful as possible given that situation. Um, but you hate, you hate to read stuff like that. Twenty three year old. Twenty three years old. It's insane. Yeah, the problem the problem with, with athletes like that is that there's probably an undetectable, uh, you know, fault um, in his heart somewhere. And if he had lived a, a quote a normal life and not been this high class athlete, it probably would never have exposed himself to that kind of risk. You see, you know, there have been other players who had a similar kind of um, injury. You know, Mark Vivian Ferre died. Um, yep, on the pitch. Uh, yeah, Danny Jarque died on the pitch. Um, and Antonio Puerta died on the pitch. Danny Jarque died three days after having a heart attack at home, and it's it's kind of it's kind of frightening because I don't know, you know, I, I'm getting, you know, I'm past thirty now. I'm thinking to myself, oh, I should probably exercise a bit more to make sure my heart's okay. But sometimes you think, well, it doesn't really matter what you do because you can be the fittest guy, you know, one of the top 0.01% fitness wise, and you're still going to have the potential to have these kind of problems. Look at our good friend Bobby Ryan here locally, Sarah and I, uh, friends with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, that's what... It's, I mean, it, it, but even with Bobby, I mean, that's somebody who had even left the game. You know, like I said before, there's so many, so many instances I can count on 
both hands. It's it's insane how many times this has come up in my lifetime. But it's it's a sad state of affairs when, um, you know, the, the people get distracted by all this other crap that goes on in the game with the racism and the other stuff, and and then this something like this happens. And it really just kind of brings everybody back together into reality, and and kind of level sets the playing field in a, in a kind of in a weird kind of way, you know, kind of bonds everybody together. And I'm kind of rambling. No, you're, now, you're not but, rambling. You're making a good point because that leads right now. I was talking about this. Eric Abidal for FC Barcelona uh, announcing he's going to have to have a liver transplant. Jesus. And a show of a show of support, uh, Real Madrid. They all wore Abidal shirts. Uh, in I saw that today. Oh, that was not. I hadn't heard. I, I seen on Twitter that they were talking about Real Madrid, but I. I didn't know what had gone. That's actually yeah, so quite it's, nice. It's a classy move. So it's one of those things where you know you, these teams hate each other, but you know what? They're all all in the same fraternity, and there's there's that bond there. So so uh, well, definitely kudos to uh, Real Madrid for that show of support. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we we do kind of uh, we do kind of say well, it's more than the game, and and often we kind of say that tongue in cheek, but this kind of incident shows you that you know the game isn't really that important in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, and actually, one one last thing. I don't know if Mourinho has had any praise because when uh, Peter Cech had his injury a few years ago with his head, he went ballistic yeah. at the FA for not having an ambulance on call. And yeah. after that, Chelsea appealed and they started putting an ambulance at every single ground. And you've got to think if there was no ambulance yesterday, then they wouldn't have gone to hospital. Exactly. There you go. Wow. There you go. Yes, and then, right. then, it, then it's, yeah. a, it's a bigger situation and, it's, and it turns into, hey, good thing they had the paddles there. I mean, even just right. just exactly, at that yeah. lowest common denominator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, let's get off, let's get off uh, Debbie Downer for a moment, and uh, let's let's move uh, to this. Swap of the table is still going for another week. You can uh, tweet a jersey uh, picture. Hold on, they can't see you yet, buddy. Coming right to you. They can't see or hear you guys because I'm giving the plug right now. You can tweet a jersey picture with the size and the brand. Use the hashtag at swap of the table. You can send that tweet to at swap of the table. You can just send it out. Make sure you use this. Use the hashtag swap of the table. Uh, once trade is done, you can go ahead and ship your jerseys at your leisure. Let's come back to live. Hank, go ahead, buddy. All right. So I have here a 2003 uh, Newcastle Northern Rock pre-Virgin. Pre-Virgin Northern Pre-Virgin. Rock. You mean before the <laughs> Boyer before you, before you wore it? <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, Very you nice. Make sure you guys tweet that out, Hank. You haven't posted that yet. You know, I've thought about sure. that, and I actually had posted it out last year. And I'm trying to find a picture of it because I had taken a picture of it before. Well, you've got um, an iPhone. If only you had a webcam. Jeez, if only you had to, yeah. well, I'm, I'm holding it up right here. Somebody take a still <laughs> shot. Yeah, let, and then let's. So when all the people that have downloaded this from iTunes, iTunes are trying to figure out what we're talking about, Hank is waving his jersey around on camera. I do know, Hank, there, there is a gentleman that has uh, two identical Andy Carroll jerseys, Newcastle jerseys with name and patches, uh, but it's got that Puma, the five-star collar. If you're interested, oh, really? they're size large. Very Hank, do it again. Hank, do it again, and I'll take a picture. <laughs> I got it right take here. Take a picture from her phone. <laughs> She's gonna. Tw- oh yeah, yeah. Ready? One, two. I can't oh, see it. Oh, this is what I, I'm taking a picture of it. You doing your Usain Bolt impression? That's a. Uh... <laughs> 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 
That's my. I'm too sexy for my shirt impression. Okay. Yeah. So that so swap is going on. Um, we have a week left. It will end at midnight next Sunday. Oh my gosh! Midnight next Sunday, the 25th. There will be no extensions this year, and uh, trading will go right up until midnight. Um, yeah, midnight Central. Oh, hey, midnight Brian. Central. Yes. Yes, Brian. Ma'am. So, so yeah, yesterday, Vincent Patrick's day, Parker wanted to wear. He got, was top of the tw- table last time around, he got a Celtic jersey. Yes. I think he switched it with you for, it was like a triple yes, swap yes, or something. Yes. So, Celtic has got the green and white stripes, it's got the, like, four-leaf clover, and he was like, hey, I'm going to wear this for St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. And I was like, yeah, but you realise it's a Scottish team, right? And he was like, yeah, but it's like the most Irish thing I got. So, he was wearing it yesterday. It's pretty nice shirt. <laughs> it's a Scottish team now. So, oh, anyway. God love Parker. That no. still, still counts. Why not? It was green. It was green. Had a shamrock on it. it um, hey, tell him that I've got an I uh, one of those baby blue Ajax jerseys this year if he's interested. What size? What? Uh, yeah. All right. Have you posted yeah, a pic? Hold, here, I'll show you. I can't see you. I only see Chris and Hank. You gotta go to the website. Yeah, look, on, look on the website rather than on the Skype. Oh, I, that's too. I can't do that. Too, tech- too complicated. Yeah. So he's, he's rooting your way through his stuff, thinking he's gonna help you out, and it's all gonna be for nothing. Oh. You can probably talk about no, it. No, I can oh, hear you. Yeah. Can you forget that I yeah. added this so I can take a while too? Uh, here you go. Brian, I can't see oh, it. Well. You... I also have a... Uh, blue IX, uh, extra uh, size large, and also I do have... I will show this for Sarah. It's too bad she cannot see it. Maybe Jason Weaver is interested. Uh, this is a... Uh, it's an older Kansas City Wizards. It's, it's an cool. authentic. There you go. Hold it back here. I like this. That's a size large. That's an Adidas. Jason, go ahead and send your offers. Wow, look at that. I wish I could get rid of this Peter Crouch Portsmouth 110 anniversary commemorative jersey. but mm. (laughs) Good look at that. That seems to be the response I keep getting. So there's Swap of the Table. Um, Anything you guys would like to cover, we've got, uh, before we do the plugs, and I'll make sure and get everybody's other podcasts in there as well. You know, I've also got a uh, a large uh, RSA Anderlecht shirt for any Sasha Question fans what out size? there. What size? Large. It's a large, large. It's a large. Um, it's not a <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna, Not small, no, large. I want to see a picture of that, Hank. I will take a picture of it. Uh, it's actually still downstairs in the closet. It's um, direct from Belgium. Yeah, uh, I'd, like, I, I'd my, be interested in that. That's good. Um, I will uh, swap it out. It's a uh, year before last. You want a P- you want a Peter so. Crouch jersey? <laughs> hey, wait, what's that? What size? Only if he comes to place for New what England. Size jersey? Do you wear, Hank? I wear a large. Okay. Yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm not a I'm not a a, a very large large. I found I found. Is it a large compared to Peter Crouch, or is it a large compared to everybody right. else? <laughs> 
2003. Okay, I got. I found my old picture of this. Awesome. Thing, so, so tweet. So tweet that out. Use the hashtag. Swap the table. Let everybody know size and brand, etc. Uh, etc. Et and be prepared for uh, probably some immediate responses. And those that follow the show and swap will know what I'm talking about. Uh, that's it. I'm going to go ahead and do the plugs real quick. Uh, updated plugs, by the way. Uh, you can follow me at tweet underscore dumb. Follow Sarah at Holbert, Mark at SC underscore Beaner Lights. Hank is at Hisco5. You can also check him out on themidnightride.us. And that's at, t- at TMR Podcast. Uh, Chris is at Chris J. Ballard. You can also catch him on Around the League, which is uh, ATLCSRN.com. Follow the show at Top of the Table. Of course, everything is on our website, topofthetable.tv. Um, come back to you guys. Um, I will be. I posted a new lightning round last night with Mike Chavala. I've been trying to get with him nice. to make a trade with him all week. You can see the results of that from last night. Um, and uh, quick thoughts. Let me get a thumbs up, thumbs down from from everybody. Thinking of changing my Twitter handle to Entley Bay using Pig Latin for Bentley. Nice. No, Ballard with a no. I kind of like it. So we'll see. Entley Bay would be like eBay, except extended. Right. So, so I like it. it. <laughs> so now I got all sorts of eBay bots. So we'll, all right, we'll stick with Twitter done for now. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up, guys. Uh, fantastic. For, uh, for Sarah Wilson, the whole bird. They're coming from uh, Kansas City, from Hank Alexander in the middle, coming from Boston. Chris Ballard coming to us from Connecticut. I'm Brian Bentley from Dallas. We appreciate your time. Thank you to Jeff Katz and the people at Geek Week for letting us come on every week. The USB boys are up tonight with, as I'm being told, a TNA Victory Road pay-per-view. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. Be covering that. Thank you, Liger. <laughs> no, sir. Not that kind of TNA. <laughs> I might wish uh, it was. Not exactly. Sure. So, Get your mind out of so, it. So they'll be joining us here. Uh, they'll be on Geek Week later tonight. Uh, you can uh, check everything out on our website, topofthetable.tv, for replays of the shows. You can download the, sh- uh, other, uh, the audio versions on uh, iTunes. And we also have our uh, um, lightning rounds there on our site. Also going to be posting tonight, John Spencer uh, was being interviewed during the game last night as Darlington Nagby scored his goal, and they got it on camera. Yeah. So I'm going to be oh, So wow. you can actually, you'll be able to see that on our website uh, here at the end of the show. I'll post that as well. So that's Fantastic. it, uh, cool. gentlemen and lady. Thank you for your time. Have you're a great welcome. week. Thank you. Always nice to be here. Thank you. Uh, thank you for those of us that joined in the chat room. If you've downloaded the show through iTunes, thank you again. Uh, we appreciate it very much. We will see you next week on Top of the Table. Good week. Have a